Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my man, Pump and Dump, Zach Elias. What's up, Zach? Not much. I mean, Dr. Galakowicz. Yes, I am. I, Dr. Gally Weekich. You mean Dr. Galakowicz? That was. Yes, I am. But was that Bud Light or was that. Bud Light. It wasn't Bud Select or any of those other crazy ones? No, it was like 1990. They didn't have the crazy. It was probably, I think it was before the crazy ones. It was it was early on. And both of those guys became like C-level actors. They're in. They're like that guy who's like the 12th lead in something. Like they're in stuff, those guys. Do you know who he always reminded me of was the guy in Ocean's Eleven that sweats a lot. The one with the bombs. I always thought that was that guy, but apparently it is not him. Another J. The look, look, the part, nose and such. Look at you. You don't even have your fancy chair with your Brian Cox big neck support. A linebacker from the 90s usually. Let's do it. All right, man. Don't throw too many shots at me. You know what the Jets could use, my friend? A good head coach? Maybe like that Todd Bowles guy who just won a Super Bowl? Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, that, that, that's brutal. Hey, where was that swarming defense for the years he was there? Swiss have- cheesy when he was there. No idea. Lot to talk well, about today. Amanda's here because she's going to have to hear a lot about this. All right. Before we get into our apologies, can we go ahead and crack these beers? Absolutely. I want to be hammered for what's coming. <laughs> talk to me. Oh, I still, oh, I cracked already. <laughs> I cracked. I've got two more of these things still to go. I had two right, well, crazy, Zach. So I what, am what drinking Pelican Brewing Oregon Coast USA Juicy India Pale Ale. This was given back to me in the day by my good friend Katarina. How do you say that state? Oregon. How do you say the game that bears that state's name? Oregon Trail. Oregon you do Trail. Not. You do or- not. It's Oregon Trail. Don't give me that Maryland shit. It's Oregon Trail. And everyone from New York calls it Oregon. It's like two states. In like New York and Jersey, it's Oregon. Everywhere else, it's Oregon. But when you say the game, it's Oregon Trail every time. You're right. But at the same time, then you would have to get into the way New, New Yorkers say dog, log, and fog. And it's just not correctly? the same thing. You don't correctly. say dog correctly. Dog. Dog. A little dog. A little doggy. A little doggy. La right. time to you, my La friend. Right. Yeah. Oregon Trail. Treat. You've died of dysentery. There was a great meme that came out years ago where it said, like, you're on the Oregon Trail with Terry. You make fun of his shoes. You die of dysentery. <laughs> it always had me laugh. Awful. All right. Before we get into this week's show, I'm just going to go ahead and eat all the crow right now. I, I intentionally have no topics because I figured this would be 20 minutes for you just taking it. Look, you should not be coming to me for any type of real advice. But the truth is, is I'm going to say some stuff that's wrong from time to time. I don't know where I got the information for last week's trivia. I usually just look stuff up. I maybe oh, went Russian to a bot sites. I maybe went to a website that had some questions and kind of picked and choose off of there. Disclaimer, the Cow- Dallas Cowboys have not won seven Super bowls mike and zach both get credit for last week's trivia i was Point. very wrong yes you were very wrong also samantha owes us both a kick in the dick because that seems to be the going rate for when you get something wrong on this show so you know steel toe it up because mike d is not related to dustin diamond we both were certain that they were brothers i've thought that for years that they were brothers the worst is going online and finding that people also thought they were related to neil diamond which i was like get the fuck out of here not related to neil okay. diamond we're all related to neil diamond <laughs> We're coming to America. Do you know who love, love, loves Neil Diamond? A part of this chat? Marlene Simon Schnitzer. Big Neil Diamond person. Put in the chat. Favorite song? Cherry Cherry? I think it might be coming to America. Not coming to America. But let's see what Marlene Simon Schnitzer's got to say. Favorite song? Come on. It has to be Sweet Caroline. No, 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 it's not. You've read stuff. 
my your cousin from Boston. That made me laugh. The Clydesdale commercial had me going. All right, yeah, let, let's get into the Super Bowl stuff. Commercials, go. Oh, by, and I'm a huge Springsteen fan, like fanatic. Meh. I, I thought it was a little goyishy with the church and the whole thing. Number one, by far, Cheetos. With with Bill Kunis and Austin Ashton Kutcher and Shaggy, amazing top top floor. It's funny you say that because that was actually probably I had like a little tiny Super Bowl thing. I went to somebody's house. They just had a couple people over. Oh, super spreader! It was far from it. That was the only commercial that really kind of stuck in my mind because it it really wasn't that great, but yeah, it it, it ignited a long conversation of what Ashton Kutcher has been doing in the last so many years since being on that horrible show, The Ranch, and also. He was on, um, oh my God, big middle of America sitcom on Netflix with a laugh track. We watched it years ago when we first started dating, got like three minutes in. We're like, I'm out. We, like you and I or you and Julia? Julia and myself. I gotcha. It was horrible, but it, it was apparently Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have like resigned to trying to be good parents and they're not doing the housewife thing or not uh, doing really, the Hollywood good thing. Parents really seems like a lot of work. <laughs> so all to do. Meanwhile, like my daughter might be concussed from sledding. They say good parents. She like dr- drilled her head into a clueless father-son duo. She took the worst of it, even though the kid flipped. Then the next one, she hit a hay bale, which is essentially a frozen cinder block, and then like banged her head like a wide receiver on the ground at three in a row. She got home about two o'clock in the afternoon, but six o'clock goes, Daddy, my head really hurts. <laughs> she was all dinged up. Yikes. You know what? That's how we used to sled in the 80s back in the day. You didn't come home half broken. You didn't do it right. Did she cry? On the one where she smacked the guy in the, the, the guy smacked her in the face and they collided. Yeah, a little few tears, but I told her to suck it up. What a wuss. Yeah, exactly. I told her to suck it up. It's sledding. You're out here having fun. You know. So, so for Super Bowl. Ethiopia, they would kill to be sledding with you. They really would. You see? They really would. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any other Super Bowl commercials that really stuck yeah, out well, to you? I, I, as Dr. Galakowicz, uh, I loved the, the Bud Light Legends. That one it was such nostalgia. It was fantastic. The Sam Adams like with the Clydesdales, it, it threw me for the loop because I thought I was going to be Budweiser and fucking assholes from Boston. Makes me want to fight Red Sox fans. What else was good? Some of the other ones were okay. Oh, the Costanza Tide one was funny. I People didn't get it, though. People didn't get it. Everybody was too young. Nobody's too young. People were too young. I don't like them. If you didn't watch Seinfeld, which I think we've talked about before, you know there's a big divide. You can't like Friends and Seinfeld. It's just a thing. I like both, but I've never met someone who doesn't like Seinfeld. I've never, I don't talk 22-year-olds. They just have no, no, no place for me. There's also a lot of people who think Curb is 10 times better than Seinfeld, which I completely disagree no. about. It's very different. It's a, it's funny. It's fantastic, but it's not as groundbreaking as Seinfeld. Seinfeld was definitely the best. Yeah, the best. Uh, what other commercials were there? They were actually okay this year, or maybe I was actually just watching them because I was home alone, not blotto. That sounds horrible. What? I was with the, the wife and daughter, but I didn't have like a party thing. Like, you you consider that being home alone? Yeah. Well, no, I'd actually rather be home alone. That sounds amazing. That's not as home alone. You get to light the candles and do it right. Exactly. <laughs> you do your little uh, Andrew Globman. Uh... Little exactly. tap dance. Hey, you turn the pictures of your parents down. <laughs> I killed Zadie. Exactly, killed Zadie. My favorite commercial, you ask? Oh, thank I you. I did. You you were rambling over it. I've asked like eight times. What do you got? Horrible. I Ready did not. No, no, no. You're horrible. But the commercials, oh, I got nothing, man. There was not a single one that I was like, now that will go down as the best commercial of this year. Everyone was like, eh. You know, this was pretty good. Eh. Uh, I think the best commercial of all time, Super Bowl, was the two years ago for E Trade, mentally challenged people with the monkey jumping around for like 30 seconds and they wrote, We just 
just wasted a million dollars. What are you doing with your money? Genius. That, that's very, very good. You know, that the only- was, back then you, you didn't have to say mentally challenged. You could, you could go for it. You could um, use the R word. For me though, <laughs> the only thing that really stuck out that I'll remember was what was it a, a Jeep commercial, Toyota commercial is with the girl who had the prosthetic legs. I forget exactly what the commercial was for, but as that commercial starts, I'm watching it and somebody that I was with goes, oh, it's for the Special Olympics. I went, no, no, no. It is for the Paralympics. And they went, is that not the same thing? I said, it is not the same thing. I don't think it's the same thing. It's definitely but, not. As a physical wait, wait. therapist, I can tell you it's not. Whatever. Probably trained both of them. I didn't say doctor. I said physical therapist. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the way the girl with no legs drives a car, I didn't see that. that I think it was more they're sponsoring the Paralympics. I truthfully don't oh. remember as much as that was the only commercial that I left, you know, woke up the next day going, oh, yeah, that, I remember that commercial. That was good. Oh, no. Cheetos was real funny. Shaggy was great. Again, it started a conversation, but it did nothing for me. Zach. It's a conversation. It's not like, you know, watching Roots. It's not a talking point, but no good. Roots too, too, I, too soon. Mm-hmm. Anywho, mm-hmm. halftime show. Awful. Well, fine, whatever. I, I don't know if it was good or awful. Here's my problem with the halftime show. The NFL gave him a budget. He put up $7 million of his own money on top of that budget for that piece of crap. It was just a bunch of guys jumping around. Like, I could have done that for 20 bucks. I could have found a couple of dancers in the street and made that same thing for like a couple hundred thousand probably with the, with the show. That cost additional money to do what? For nothing. No idea um, where the money went. I'm not even sure. Somebody's pocket. Ponzi scam. Scheme? Scheme, scam, something. Ponzi. Those Italians in their Ponzi. Ron Katz, not a fan of the halftime show. Good to know. Now, I know you're not on the Twitter, Instagram world. How much did you follow? Are you aware of what's been going on with the weekend and his face and everything leading up to this? Did you know about that or no? What? I have no idea what you're talking about. He has a blood in the the music video as a thing. Right. Well, it started as him like showing up to an award show months and months ago where he was wearing the red tuxedo black shirt bandage over his face with blood under it. Then he released a music video where it looks like he had facial reconstruction and then he shows up to this thing, you know, obviously looking like his normal self and then he used the dancers to kind of look the way he did. I think it was all one big thing that just didn't pan out in the end. That's what that was about. I mean, I had to explain that to the people that I was with. Oh, you're pretty much in the know. I didn't get any of that. That's all over my head. Maybe that's what $7 million went to, you know, writing the explanation. Well, it's also having the facial stuff meant he could have all those people wearing masks. Furthermore, he could have all the uh, the, the guys that I heard that they look like Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy when, when they started the thing off where they had that kind of, uh, I yeah. forget his name in the in this thing, where they had that mask yeah, on. Name. Yeah. Wait, he, did you um, really want to see dancers out there all with mask coverings? It would have looked ridiculous. You'd rather see their faces or their schwanzes? What do you need to see? He's a dancer. He's doing this. You can't do that right now. You can't have 50 people dancing with no masks altogether. Why? They're tested. I, I don't assume. know. No, Dude. they're not. Okay, well, it doesn't make a difference because it's in Florida. You see what's going on outside in Tampa? The whole thing was a mess. That's, that <laughs> state is just sloppy to begin with. Man from Florida, dot, dot, dot. Like, come on. That, and it's what? North Florida, too. It's not even, like, South. It's it's up there where it gets real gross. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know it. Yeah. For people who, as far as the game goes, I've been recapping it to all my patients because they are like, yeah, that Tom Brady's the best and Mahomes just didn't play well. And I'm like, did you not see this? what happened? I said, most important position on the field, Zach, is the quarterback. 
left tackle was the right answer. Does not matter if you have a good quarterback. If he has no protection, you get crushed. Absolutely crushed, which is what happened, right? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Mahomes did some spectacular shit. That one where he was falling down and threw a laser into his own player's face for 40 yards out was ridiculous throw. Good. Give him seven points for that. Give him 10. They still lost by 22. They still lost. No, no. It it, it was the offensive line. It's terrible. It's what happened to the Ravens in the playoffs. Their offensive line was garbage. We lost our left tackle halfway through the season. And what's happened for the Jets for 30 years? Well, the Seahawks haven't had much of an offensive line, but are you aware that their starting left tackle, Eric Fisher, who was drafted number one overall towards yeah. Achilles, they had to rearrange yeah. the line, but also Andy Reid's son, who was not playing as bad the game. Andy Reid's son's got his problems. Was he not the offensive line coordinator? I mean, not, not bullshitting here. No, he is. So this all kind of plays into what happened before the game and the offensive line being a complete shit show, no? They should be pretty well coordinated. It is the Super Bowl by now. You'd think that they'd have their shit together. But they rearranged. It was it was a complete. They had three people that were not playing their normal positions. It's a unit of five. It was a very different well, situation. Well, you know what, Ben? Don't get drunk or high and run over some five year olds, Randy Reed's son. He only had two beers. He said no one's ever only had two beers. I'm about to have two beers before, during the show. That car came out of nowhere, Zach. Which one of them? The one that he hit. Yeah. Right. His parked car. Yeah, I know. Two parked cars. And this poor girl has brain damage. It is terrible. It's it's brutal. Absolutely. Pretty bad. For me, every year since I am a little, little kid, you know, I don't have the best relationship with my father, more him than me or me towards him. It might explain a little bit with my daddy issues, if you will. We have been doing bets on the Super Bowl every year from when I was. Yeah, why didn't I get the sheet? You didn't ask for it. I mean, it's assumed I'm asking. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. I I put something out there and said, if you wanted it just ask me simple as that i remember hearing that but this isn't even the prop bet sheet we usually just do a straight up bet with the point spread and from there from ever since i was little like we bet like five bucks whatever and of course whoever is winning at halftime usually will torture the other person and we've been doing this for years where we call each other and you're like hey so uh i know we bet 20 on the game how about this right now i'll let you just give me 10 we call it a deal and that's that and when i was little five dollars was the most money in the world to me and i had the dallas cowboys against the buffalo bills and one year Dallas was losing at halftime and I was I ran to my room and locked myself in the room and I was like I'm, I'm not paying that bet like I will die in here if I have and my mom was like just watch the end of the game I'll cover your bet like it's not a big deal Jewish mother sure enough Dallas wins so we've been doing this back and forth for years this year I called him oh by the way he thinks I'm a bookie you know he will call me and go what's the line three I won Kansas City for 25 I'm like oh is oh, he oh. calling you for like you know the magic pacers on a Tuesday <laughs> what's the spread on the magic game we bet I assume your dad's Bowl- a chain smoker i don't know absolutely not i don't think my father's ever had a cigarette we bet the uh super bowl and the election has kind of been the new thing because he's a pretty big trumper mm-hmm. and this year i called him that michael dukakis i think he's got a shot this year he's just smoking off those jesus end tables exactly. in the army now yes <laughs> call back yes so i called him at halftime and i said so uh not looking too good for those chiefs i'll let you buy out right now for 15 it was a 25 bet he goes Seriously? I said, if you pay me tonight, it's 15 and the VIG is running every day. He goes, done, deal, bet. Said, first time since we've been betting since I'm a little kid that either, mind you, he called me Falcons Patriots. Wow. No, I called him Falcons Patriots because I had the Falcons and was like, you dumb motherfucker. You ready to give me that money? He's like, no, no, no. I think Tom Brady can come back. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. And then I ended up paying him money because I lost. But this year, if there's ever a team that could score three touchdowns super quick, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Anyway, bananas he he paid me 15 bucks i let him buy out i even said to him i'll give you three points right now we go double or nothing the rest of the game what are you 
to spend that 15 on some fancy record player? What do you got? It's going to cover all my other losses that I couldn't hit. Don't get me started. This year, all my prop bets, all my boxes, I had one that was close the whole time. It was right before half. If they would have kicked a field goal and not gotten that touchdown, I would have won a couple hundy and all would be well. Other than that, I was never close. I I stopped online betting because I was the problem. Do you know who plays Friday nights? Because I do. Next. The Ivy League college basketball. And when you start betting Dartmouth Brown, you know it's time for like $5 to win 36 You know you got to get out. Yeah, I will not bet anything anymore. When Back when I had a Bovada, Bodog, whatever it was, I made all the money at online poker, transferred to the sports book. It was like money goes in, everything. And, yeah. and, and every loss was like the most ridiculous stuff that would happen. I was like, I need to stop betting on sports. I used to know like that Pacific covered the over a lot in college basketball. It got bad. Jokes aside, they say the best edge right now is in MMA because most of the lines Ugh, that come out, but no, you just have people who come out and bet names they know and it moves the line enough. It's like, it was like McGregor Poirier. It was a two to one favorite, but but so many people put money on McGregor that it moved to like three to one. You got great money going the other way. You know, what's supposedly a pretty sure bet if you know what you're doing. I don't, but I've seen it actually work because we were in Vegas one time for the NCAA tournament. We lost our shirts, according, especially of college basketball, the sport we know. A buddy of ours there knew how to bet hockey over-unders. And if you know what you're doing with empty net goals, they hit. Like, if you bet the over properly, we like fought our way back to almost even one night after just getting our tits lit on the sport we were supposed to know what we're doing. Yeah, hockey over-unders, I don't have a clue, but like there are certain teams that just hit that every night. I would definitely believe that. The other thing I wanted to talk about, has it made it across your radar yet about no. the Britney documentary that came out last week and is now- Spears or Griner? What are we doing here? Spears, my friend. Okay, no. Both no. <laughs> it is on, I've watched most of it. I haven't finished the whole thing yet. It's a long watch because it's on Hulu, which I don't have anymore. And it's does on- Does show Cooter? Because if not, what are we doing here? You can get that online. I mean, there were the pictures. Oh, I want to hear someone discussing it. I want to hear <laughs> professional documentarians, you know, talking about it. This All right. is biography. Are <laughs> you, know you familiar with the fr- hashtag free Britney movement that's been going on? You could stop right after you're familiar with the hashtag. You're like the Cobra you Kai. Hash Brown, Cobra yes, Kai. Exactly. Hash Brown, strike first. Right, exactly. You, I am not familiar with a single hashtag ever. All right. I'm not going to get into it because it's all about Britney, who her father is basically in control of everything that she does, which is why she's been MIA forever because she doesn't want to make another penny for her. They've gone to court so many times. And I, I mean, how old is she? She's got to be your age, right? She's like 40, 41. And she is not in, in close to control to her own life right now. It's pretty crazy. I don't want to discuss the after document. Macaulay Culkin get emancipated. It's too late for that. You know, when she lost the kids back to KFED back in the day, and it just got really crazy. Did you hear yourself? Kevin Federline. All of it. The whole bit. You, you know Britney's backstory. Like, how do you first- not? How do you not I- know? about this i know hit me baby one more time and i've seen her vagina that's really all i need to know all right well zach i went through and watched it and again i don't want to talk about the actual court case i don't want to take sides that's not what i do i wanted to talk to you about the funny things that i thought that i happened that i just didn't know so enjoy first thing you know she has a younger sister who's somewhat famous jamie lynn spears right that i did know yes Who, who recently had like a little viral moment where she was complaining i want to say to elon musk jamie lynn keeps on killing cats because they like are actual cats like like a massacre she has a tesla and the cats sleep under her tires and when she turns the car on it's too quiet i'm a cat guy this is this is genocide 
suicide. This is horrible. Look it up. Here's what I not. what I didn't know. Britney Spears' father, who's has a little bit of an issue, is named Jamie, and Britney Spears' mother is named Lynn. Hence, the little girl's name is Jamie Lynn Spears. That I didn't know. That's creepy. That's real. I mean, are you naming your next kid? You know, Zach, Jenna, Elias. Yes. Hot name. Yes. Boy or girl. I Love am. you for a girl. Yes, I am. Next kid, please. A, no. Uh, we want it done. It's enough already. It's you interesting. One. It's interesting with everything that's going on with TV this and media going back to these separate like platforms where now when you watch a documentary on the FX, essentially you have to watch commercials. It's like we're right back where we started. You know, they could have made this into a TV show. I have to watch commercials as this is happening. So that annoys me. But I got to see punch the YouTube commercial guy. I'm beat the shit out of the 15 seconds before I can watch whatever I want to watch. Pretty oh, yeah. kill that guy. Liberty, <laughs> liberty, liberty. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You're basically just sitting there waiting until it says skip ad. You're just staring at it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that it was a Super Bowl commercial, but there was a Paramount Plus commercial with like, you know, Patrick Stewart and Jeff Probst. And did you see the Beavis and Butthead one? He said crack. How did you not bring that up? How did you not bring that up earlier? I forgot about it, honestly. And Tracy Morgan was cute also, but I'm a big Beavis and Butthead guy. Fanatic. Like I used to watch it back in the day with my dad who, you know, I would be on the floor laughing and he would be sitting there mortified that he's liking it. And then he would all just go like, like so stupid. I mean, he, I think it was like the show or you, because here you are at like your mid fifties and he's loving it. Didn't want to admit that he's loving it, but never want to miss an episode. And yeah, that was our bonding watching the Mets and Beavis and Butthead. But yeah, I was on that very early. Um, and the show after it, the state, one of the most underrated, fantastic sketch comedy shows of the nineties. Was that also really, Mike Rudge? No, it was the guys, Michael Ian Black and Kevin, Show Walter, you I know, know every single life. yeah, uh, Joe Trulia, you know every single person in it. They've all become like B level actors. B level. C level, B plus, B minus, C minus. Um, it's it's kids in the hall, but better. American kids in the hall. You're a sketch comedy guy. You'd love it. You got nothing to do. You can, you showed up this show late because you're taking a nap. Watch the. Stage. I was tired. I need a little nap. I'm always tired. I saw Michael Ian Black on a subway once. He was wearing like a velour suit that looked like he rolled it in a ball for a year and then Good put it him. immediately on Good and had him. so much dog or cat hair on it that I, it was one of those like I couldn't believe how hairy this. Have you was. seen? Wet Hot American Summer? Of course. That's the entire cast of the state. Including Paul Rudd? No, no. The the, the, the guys, all the people that are not like not real celebs now. <laughs> all those My people, point, the C minus celebs. Now it's a C minus, a solid C. Rewind the tape. I said C minus back then too. Yeah, fine. Either way, solid C. The show is an A. It was views about it followed by the state. You're not going to get a better hour of TV than that. Getting back to Free Britney, which is called Framing Britney Spears. The I'm other things, Spears. again, I you brought up the crotch shot, which I kind of forgot that happened you have to know right now she's not what she's known for the i'm telling you zach the world is on fire for how bad she's been treated and how we need to free britney i mean it is a trending hashtag several times every year and this whole thing was made mind you it's all clips there's no interviews it's all clips of what happened back in the day and people are coming out like that was weird that 10 years old on star search ed mcmahon it was like hey do you have a a boyfriend and some international reporter was like hey uh, are you still a virgin and a creepy matt lauer 
fast or her she, her boobs were real or something. I mean, it was like yeah, it, that's what you did in the early nineties. You were a creep. Except, you're on TV back then. You're a creep show. That's, was, that's say, the job. Yes, the crotch shot where she was going hard with Paris Hilton and Lilo Lindsay yeah, Lohan. I know who she is. That's back when crotch shots were really just daily. It's a golden age of, of photography. <laughs> <laughs> the real snipers of the world getting exactly. down low. Any leap of it's eat your heart out. I don't know the reference. I know who you're talking about. She's not the most famous photographer ever. She was with Bangus Scorsese. Oh, you don't even know. Fran Leibowitz. Oh, it's not the same person? No, it's not the same person. Do they know each other? I don't know if they know each other. All Leibowitz. And Leibowitz and Fran Leibowitz have to be related. I truly don't think they are. Are are all Leibowitzes related? Probably. Probably. (laughs) Probably. You and Dan Snyder. Uncle Danny. The other Ah, thing which... So it is, or she just likes the term golden age. Golden age. That's all she's saying. She Getting back to child over there. Brittany Great and movie. did you know that Brittany and Paris Hilton are credited for the first ever selfie? Wow, mind blown. Like together? Paris Hilton took the first ever, like, took her phone out, flip phone, and was took the first ever selfie. I didn't know if you knew that or not. I did not. And I'm happy I do. That's a fabulous fact. That was in 2006, but I saw a better video. I think it was on Instagram years ago. Maybe somebody posted on Facebook. The first ever selfie that was ever taken in TV history, which I guess it doesn't really count, was back on the Martin Lawrence show. Did you ever watch that with Shanae and all them? I watched every episode of Martin. I was, oh, I love that, that, like, sort of safe black humor of the 90s. So there was a character on the Love show Martin. that Martin would always introduce as Ricky Fontaine. Pretty pretty Ricky is what they called him. And there is video in there where Pretty Ricky takes out a flip phone, turns it around, and takes a picture of himself. And that was going back to the early 90s. But that does not get credit. It used, but- used to be a selfie was that like twist paper camera they'd give you at like bat mitzvahs and you'd just like all of us get in there and you'd do it. And like it would look like nothing. It would be a total blur or like one person's like blow up guitar. I did not know Matt Schechter was at on stage at a Britney Spears concert, but if he wants to come on the show and tell that story at some point, Is we he would. Is the Britney guy that you had on the thing one time? No, that was. You Liam. have a Britney guy. I did. That was Liam. Uh, Liam? Liam, Liam, and the Britney guy. Liam is and Liam and uh, the girlfriend, Sarah, the girlfriend Sarah. Yeah. Okay, so, good for them. Whatever floats your boat, Liam. Anyways, if you Google Ricky Fontaine selfie, it would be like the real N word that took the first ever selfie. <laughs> It is very hard. Hard R? Hard N, my friend. Okay. All right, Zach. Moving forward, are you ready for some Valentine's Day? I was going to say, why is this Valentine's Day episode? I was going to say, like, Opera Super Bowl. But sure, let's go. Valentine's Day. All right. We have five questions for you today. I verified them all myself. It's all good. Third party independently verified. Ernst & Young. Yeah, I'm going to open it up and seal the envelope. The winner is La La Land. I mean, Moonlight. He should get a kick in the dick also. That's the biggest fuck up ever. It's the going, ever, it's the ever, going punishment ever. Ever, ever. Dewey defeats Truman. That's bigger than Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah, didn't even know the reference till you just said it. Oh! It was the paper, right? It was the paper, yes. The newspaper, the way people used to get their news before f- their cell phones. Before TikTok and the gram? Before the TikTok and the gram, yes. Before hashtag Dewey defeats Truman. Go on Valentine's Day trivia. Question number one, it's multiple choice. I'm No, I read- don't get flowers for Jenna. Next. God, really? <laughs> I don't get shit. But 40 years of it together. 
What are you getting me in there, Miss Thing? She's getting me nothing, spoiler alert. In alphabetical order, I will give you your choices. Which company was the first to make a Valentine's Day box of chocolates? Was it Cadbury, Ghirardelli, Hershey's, or Russell Stover? Fucking love cream eggs. It's my great shame. Um, What were my choices again? Cadbury, Ghirardelli, Hershey's, or Russell Stover? I'm going to say it was Cadbury because they feel to me like the oldest of the companies. Correct answer is Cadbury, going back oh. to the mid-1800s. Good and job. I had the reason correct, because they're old. Go on, boom. Let's number, get some. I'm pumped. Question number two. Wait, are we going to do another one of these Bad Larrys before uh, Valentine's Day? I guess we're not. No, I no. guess not. No, no that's why this is the Valentine's Day episode. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to find love. Let's go with you. That's The Bachelor, looking for love. Yeah. The Meemaw, they kicked my girl off the other night. Psh, don't get me started. You already uh, started. So, yeah, episodes are live on Facebook, and then we put them out on Saturday. So, this is the Valentine's Day episode. Ah, I see. So shouldn't this have been much more romantic? I should have worn red or like, you know, done a grand gesture for you. Why do you think I am wearing my red? The Caps goalie is my Patronus shirt. Ugh. Everything yeah. about that is awful. That I'm is my, my Valentine's Day shirt. Actually, I was in a red shirt. Ow, fuck. I just lost my headphones. And I was in a red shirt and I got cold in my apartment. And I put this Jack Daniels thing on with a hole in the armpit. Classy. So, so classy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I'm working with. You know, if my here. internet can go out for like five seconds. Five you- seconds. Five seconds. You were like an hour iced up. I, I, I'm a mess. Go on. Question the second. Question the second. In which country do mm-hmm. women typically buy chocolate for their man? Is it Australia? Is it Germany? Is it Japan or Sweden? Well, I don't think the Japs eat too much chocolate. You can't say um, Japs. I can't? Jewish American princess? That's what I was no referring good? to. Mm, of course. So... I'm going to say Germany, the land of chocolate, according to Uder from The Simpsons. I thought this was the easiest question that I'm going to give you. The most subservient of these countries is the Japanese. They walk behind their man. They hold the umbrella. That was a but they're all so thin, other than the sumos. I don't think they eat a lot of chocolate. They don't eat a lot of empty calories. It's what they do. So subservience equals buying chocolates for their men? Yeah, it means the women have to do something for the men. Jenna, do something for me. Move to Japan. Well, move to Japan. You can do something for me. Yeah. Tickle is Elmo. Question number three. What hormone is called the love hormone in alphabetical order? Is it estrogen, glycogen, oxytocin, or testosterone? Well, it's not testosterone because that's too easy. And by the way, men have never made love well. It's all business. It's like a Jeep. Get it, get it done. What were the other two? What were the other ones? Estrogen, glycogen, oxytocin, testosterone. Oh, I'm going to go with estrogen because they're always moaning like, oh, I love that. And I love this. And I, this is so lovable. No, fuck that noise. Estrogen. Are, are you referring to the actual estrogen molecules? Like who is mumbling that? Anyone who has estrogen, all women. Correct answer is oxytocin, my friend. Not even close. <laughs> oxytocin. That's like what you get hooked on when you get opioids, isn't it? It's oxycontinin. Very it's different. Really hoping you would have picked glycogen which is not a hormone. I was really hoping. I threw that in there like, ooh, it sounds good. Question number four. A kiss is supposed to raise your heartbeat. Plus or minus 20. What is the average amount of beats per minute that your heart will rise during a good kiss? A good kiss? The first kiss. I don't know. You're Just work with me here, Zach. Because like at this point, I'm married 12 years. It's a peck on the cheek and my heart rate goes down. <laughs> 
I'm gonna resting heartbeat. I'm like flatlining. Lance Armstrong of kisses. Exactly. With one nut. What was the question? To How, plus or minus twenty. Plus or minus twenty, which is a big range if you know beats per minute. No a kiss idea. should make your heart beat how fast? Oh, so I have to give you the BPM. Correct. Okay. Uh, fuck, I don't know. One, 170? So what is a normal resting heart rate? Any idea? I don't have a clue. 154? I have no idea what a resting heart rate is. Your resting heart, mate, heart rate. Yeah, well, that's really good or close to death depending on how healthy you are. 60 is about average. Okay, and- so a good kiss will think you go to like a 63. <laughs> You're, and here's a fun fact for anybody. Your your maximal heart rate, this is Perfect. exercise physiology, is 220 minus your age. So that's how actually you figure out okay. how hard your heart is working when you do any type of test. So 60 is resting, 220 minus your age. The All correct right. answer- Smoking hot kiss, 81. Correct answer is 110, Zach. You're not the hell out of here. If you got on a treadmill and measured your hearts per minute, it would be like 100. Yeah, maybe, that's a maybe treadmill. More. All right, Julia is doing it better than Jenna. All right, last one. I'm going to kill us that by the way i'm gonna take some heat for that one but as, it's worth you, it. as you should when i walk out of here my heart rate's gonna be at like 181 in a valentine's day card I'm thinking about it that's being signed off xoxoxoxo mm. yeah. what what does the o stand for hugs so it's xoxo which usually stands for hugs and kisses yeah but it's reversed it's kisses are the uh, the uh, x's and the o's it is. Are hugs. i had no idea yeah why do we not write oxox that's bananas that makes I understand a hug is a circle and it makes sense, but when I read that I was like, wait, what? That's very backwards. I don't know about the hug and the circle, but like, you know, and the X being the kiss, although I just went with the X being the kiss. Um uh, and Ron Cassius, yes, my couch is very comfortable. You, you you might have an X after that kiss comment. Yes, definitely. Mm, yeah. Very very good, Zach. So how many did you get? You got I one. Two, I think two in a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Tuna divorce is right. Closing well, comments. Anything chafe your thigh? Yes, yeah, and chafes my thigh these ways. Actually, the snowflakes of the world because of snowflakes. Wait a minute. We talked yeah, about snowflakes is the way. Yeah. Like you're saying, like libtard, basically. Yeah, sure, exactly. My daughter came home last yesterday, and we're she were filming this by the way on the East Coast in New York, where there was supposed to be some snow today. She came home yesterday with an iPad fully loaded from school because she goes to a fancy school and her work because of impending snow she had remote schooling today she goes to school every day when the hell did impending snow become a snow day back when we went to school in the 80s we had to walk to school in a blizzard fuck that noise impending snow it barely misted today and she stayed home on the ipad as you know what you prima donna all the other kids in the world are said been staying home for almost a year now it's about corona it's about what people being soft for snow it's supposed to this is making up for all the teachers that didn't that have to keep going into school for your prima You're donna doing daughter. Your job? I went in today. Do your job. Ridiculous. Uphill both ways is right. Barefoot, possibly. It, you know. Feet? You had feet? Exactly. Impending snow should not cause a snow day. Make that call at 7.05 and then make the parents scramble, which I would have been pissed about too. But no, you don't send the kid home because of maybe a few flurries. Blizzard last week, that was fine for a snow day. T- today, no. No, we're a soft country, soft society because of snow, snowflakes. Hard times make soft people, soft people make hard times. What's the expression? I don't know. It sounds like an ED joke. <laughs> get Roman. All right, get your Bluetooth, booze your daddy every Tuesday live on Facebook. Make sure you're downloading these episodes. Tell a friend. We're going to keep doing trivia. We're going to keep having some more fun. Thank you for listening. Daddy loves you. Mwah. Dr. Galakowicz loves you. Dr. Gally Weekich. We out.